Lots of whistleblowers in the news lately. Got the FBI whistleblower coming forward about that document that says that Joe Biden accepted $5 million in bribes, a little pay for play. But that's not what we're talking about right now. This is a military whistleblower in the news going public with claims that the U.S. has a secret UFO retrieval program hammered. And this isn't something new. This is something, according to the whistleblower, that's been going on for a long time. So the guy's name is David Grush, and he says that the United States right now is in possession of vehicles of, quote, non-human origin and bodies of the pilots. Cool. Bring it on, man. Little green men? Maybe. Uh, The 36-year-old decorated former combat officer in Afghanistan who also served the National Recon Office, acting as their representative to Congress's Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. So it's not like this guy's some kook off the street. Right. This isn't Cousin Eddie's character in Independence (laughs) Day. It's not Randy Quaid in Independence Day. This is somebody with a freaking resume here. Uh, Take a listen. This was an interview that he gave. Uh, These are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft, if you will. Uh, It's probably not the right parlance, but uh, no kidding, non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. I mean, they have, I mean, there's been reports for years. I mean, that the little Tic Tac video that's all over YouTube, that's, you don't know how these things are having you know, there's no propulsion. There's no, it's just flying through the sky. It looks like a drone, but there's no, you know, uh, uh, waves being generated or anything like that. It's uh, We've seen this for years, I feel like. Now, this Grush guy, he also served as the co-lead for the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Analysis Team from 2021 until 2022. And he's also got people backing him up. Take a listen to this. This is Ryan Graves. He's a former Navy F-18 pilot, and he claims that he also has seen UFOs. Uh, We were flying out off the coast of Virginia Beach on a daily basis, uh, and we started noticing on our radar, on our camera systems, and eventually our eyeballs, what appeared to be dark gray or black cubes inside of clear translucent spheres. Uh, these objects were typically uh, anywhere between 250 and 350 knots and performing uh, meandering maneuvers or uh, even straight maneuvers uh, upwards of supersonic. This actually lines up quite well with what uh, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick of the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office initially or has recently uh, communicated as being the most prevalent type of object that he's been seeing through his research spherical objects that travel anywhere from zero to two mock that guy that you just played that clip of ryan graves the former pilot he's been on podcasts before you go back and listen to uh, he was on some guy his name's lex friedman and he was on a podcast like for two hours talked about this kind of stuff it was pretty compelling i don't know look man i don't know what they saw i don't know what's out there i don't know what kind of human technology is out there that we don't know about that maybe they're just trying to test out you go back and watch documentaries about the stealth bomber and the technology the military had in the 50s and 60s and you watch that stuff and i go boy they had that kind of technology back then imagine how far we've come since then and i just believe personally that it's probably technology that is super secret and 
that's what they're seeing. Let's just say that these guys are right. Let's just say both of these guys that we just heard from are 100% right. And tomorrow, aliens land in Washington, D.C., and the hatch opens up, and the leader of the aliens comes out, and he steps on the lawn of the White House and says, take me to your leader. (laughs) And then this guy walks out of the White House. The best way to get something done, if you you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway... Maybe this is a blessing for us. They're going to realize there's no intelligent life here. They're going to get back into their flying <laughs> right. cubes get and get the here. hell out of here. A waste of time. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, presidents and movies fighting aliens sound like this. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate... Meanwhile, presidents in real life fighting aliens sound like this. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. A little bit of a difference there. there. Slight. Man, we haven't done this in a while, but if you're up to it, how about we check in with America's battle against COVID-19. Oh, boy. Here, here we, we go. go. COVID-19. Oh, I swear. And I mean at this moment. There are three vaccines. Nobody cares. <laughs> no one. China piss off. Now you've made the world cough. We're all nervous because of COVID-19. So the airport in Orlando... One of the busiest airports in the world due to all the tourism stuff going on, you know, with Disney and all the other theme parks. They are shutting down their COVID-19 testing sites, Nige. What do you mean? You could go to the airport and take a COVID test before you get on a plane? Right. If you started to feel ill, you could take a test (laughs) there. Or maybe if you just got off of a flight and you don't feel something's right, you could have a COVID test. Bada bing, bada boom. Right there on site. Despite the lack of testing sites at the airport, the city of Orlando still maintains several throughout the area. So passengers who don't feel comfortable flying without first being tested should contact the city to learn the locations. They still have COVID testing sites? Like, you could go to CVS and buy one for 10 bucks. It's like seeing a blockbuster somewhere. Wow, they still do exist. Like, and, and it seems like the Orlando taxpayers are on the, on the hook for that. I mean, could you imagine, like, how many COVID tests have you even taken in your life over the past three years? Like, I, Let me just try to be devil's advocate. I'm trying to bend myself in a pretzel to understand why this may still be the thing. But because they take so many uh, foreigners flying in to go to Disney, to go to SeaWorld, to go to all these theme parks they have down in Florida. Listen, China lied the first time about COVID. Maybe they're bringing something else back over. Oh, boy. Maybe that's why they still want to do it. I don't know. I mean, it's... There are rules still in place. My neighbor is getting ready to go on a big, uh, what do you call it, one of those Viking cruises, those Nordic Viking cruises, and they still, they're making him show his his ID, his Vax ID card. Now, that could change here in a couple months. It probably will. But as of right now, he's like, yeah, I got I to gotta show him the stupid card. That's ridiculous. It's, it's so 
dumb. <laughs> We're still doing this. Like, remember when we all had that one friend that was a little late to the party about doing the ice bucket challenge? It's about... <laughs> Yeah. Like two or three months after it had already been a thing. (laughs) Hey, I'm doing the ice bucket challenge. I nominate Jason Hammer. Well, it's been three months, so I'm not doing it. That's kind of where I'm at when you're asking for the Vax uh, paperwork at this point, right? (laughs) We're still doing this? Really? You know that, you know, doesn't stop you from getting it or spreading it. Really? We're still doing that? Uh, Well, they just got rid of... The, the vaccine mandate for people coming into the country a couple of uh, weeks ago. Djokovic, uh, uh, Joker, tennis player, couldn't play in a bunch of uh, U.S. tournaments leading up to the summer because he wasn't vaccinated. So they just did away with it. Ridiculous. Uh, we are checking in with America's battle against COVID-19. Another conspiracy theory coming true. So check this out. The WHO announced yesterday they're expanding on the European Union's digital COVID vaccine passport, using the system as, quote, the first building block toward creating a WHO global digital health certification network. That's scary. That sounds pretty ominous. So to put this into layman's terms here, the World Health Organization and the European Union They're planning this brave new world in which biosurveillance will make it almost impossible to travel without submitting your papers, and you have to have the approved vaccines. Now, the biggest winners of this is going to be Big Pharma, because people will want to travel, and the biggest loser are people who love freedom and don't want to have things pumped in their body against their will. I mean, you got to, there are certain vaccines that you have to have, like my, my dad and his wife went to visit uh, took a huge trip a couple of years ago to Cambodia, like Vietnam, that, that area. And there's certain, uh, you know, inoculations or vaccines that you have to have before you go. And it wasn't COVID. It was before COVID. So it wasn't an experimental vaccine. It wasn't there something was- that came out a year or two ago? <laughs> no. No. So there, there are certain requirements that you have to have to go to some countries. But that's it's all the stuff that's been around for, you know, decades. So if this happens, and it looks like it's going to in Europe, from New York City to Australia, people around the world, you have to show your vaccine passport to basically get where you want to go. And Big Pharma is going to keep making that money, and you, as a freedom-loving individual, have to bend over and take it up the tailpipe. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.